Hey, welcome to Blessed Not Stressed. My name is Didier Deris, and I just want to say that if this is the first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Every Tuesday, I will be posting an episode that's just going to help you, motivate you, lift you up. But today is going to be something different. This is a special episode, and I'm going to be answering some questions. I did put it on my Instagram. I wanted whoever had a question for me to go ahead and shoot. And I got some very, very good questions here that I want to share with you guys. So let's dive into the very first one. Is there a difference between faith and hope? If so, what is it? So I did put a poll on Instagram. It wasn't clear, but I did see that some people thought that there was a difference. Others thought that there was no difference. The answer is, yes, there is a difference between faith and hope. And the Bible says that in Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says, Now faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of the things that you don't see. You see, it's important for you to have hope and, you know, it's, it's something good, but it's just a certain level. Whenever you have faith, you add on to it. Whenever you have hope, you're not 100% sure of what's going to happen. But whenever you have faith, you are certain that whatever it happened, it's God's will and that you are trusting him for him to do everything good. You know, I, I've been going through those moments when it's like, I don't know the answers. I don't know what's going on, but I still stand firm. Now, I don't stand firm on my understanding of things, but I stand firm on knowing that God has something good for me. That's why the book of Romans 8.28, it says, And all things work for the good of those that love the Lord who have been called according to his purpose. So that's faith, you know, relying and trusting in God. There was a time when I was doing this youth service and I asked my brother to come to the front. I told him to close his eyes and I was behind him. I told him that I was going to tell him when to fall back and I was not going to let him hit the ground. But when he closed his eyes, I got in front of him and he consented that I was in front of him. And then I said, okay, now fall back. He started laughing. Everybody was laughing. But I told him, come on, are you trusting me? Fall back. And he did. I had somebody behind him. So don't worry, he didn't fall. But the key is that whenever you have faith, you really know where you're standing and you are certain that, you know, the best is yet to come. You are certain that God has something good for you. So that's the difference between faith and hope. Now, you do need hope in order to have faith because you do need to have that optimistic mindset of saying, I know God has something good for me. And now you just need to back that up with faith, which is certainty in believing that that's going to happen. Now, the second question is, how did you know you wanted to start a podcast? Were you nervous or excited? Well, I was nervous and excited. But the reason why I decided to open up a podcast was because I saw an opportunity for me to help others, for me to add value to others. I was going to different churches to preach, but you know, I, I would motivate the youth. I would motivate the people then. But then what happens after I leave? I decided to open up a podcast so that every single week I can still be encouraging them, be lifting them, be motivating them. That's the reason why I created the podcast. And you know, seeing everything around, why you know, so much negativity around, it really, it really inspired me to do something about it. Whenever you see a problem, you know, don't just talk about the problem, but look for ways to actually bring the solution. The third question is, are you willing to take a road with less effort or take a road with more effort and rewards? I'm willing to take a road with more effort and more rewards. But whenever you're going to ask this to someone, if you're going to ask this to yourself, don't say, are you willing, but say, are you taking the road of less efforts or are you taking the road of more effort and more rewards? Thing is that what God has for you, the purpose he has for you, the thing that he has called you to be, that's something very valuable. 
John Maxwell says everything worthwhile is uphill. So what you have, your dreams, your vision, what God called you to be, that's uphill. It means that you're going to have to go up the mountain to get it. It means you're going to have to you're going to have to push yourself. You're going to have to put a lot of effort. So yes, it is hard, but it's uphill. It is hard, but it's worthwhile. It's hard, but it's going to be the best thing you're going to receive. So whenever I see it hard, I just keep on pushing because I can't give up. T.D. Jake says that you cannot have a harvest without a sacrifice. Jesus had to die on the cross to give us salvation. And now if Jesus had to commit a sacrifice in order to reap the benefits, which is to bring all of us salvation, then do you think you're going to be and get, get everything that God has for you without a sacrifice? No, you have to go in that road where it's a lot of effort, it's a lot of sacrifice, but you get what you have been called for. You get the things that you really want. You get the things that are worthwhile. Fourth question says, what book has had the greatest impact on your understanding of leadership? The book that has had the greatest impact on me is Becoming a Person of Influence by John Maxwell. I really like the book because it really develops, it really shows me the four stages of influence, which is you start in modeling, you move up to motivation, then you go into mentoring, and then you finish in multiplying. It shows, it gives you a plan to, you're going to start with integrity. You're going to start with people need to know that you have integrity, that they can trust you. Then, you know, when you go to motivation, this is when you listen to people and you have faith in them, you encourage them. Then when it comes to mentoring, that is you empowering people and navigating them, but then multiplying is creating other leaders. So I really like the book because, like I said, it goes through all those four stages and it teaches me how I can move through those stages, move through those levels and reach the highest point, the highest point, which is multiplying. At the end of the day, I think that a group of leaders, a group of influence will do a greater impact than just me alone. So I really need other people to be leaders. And that's the highest level of influence when you're able to multiply and you're able to create leaders that have influence. So that book is just amazing. I really recommend it, which is becoming a person of influence. The next question is, what are your main goals in leadership? So leadership is taking someone from point A to point B. Leadership is influence, being able to influence them to take action to get to a higher place. And if I have leadership, what I want to do is I want to take them to a higher place. I want to motivate people. I want to encourage people. My goal is to be able to develop leaders all over the place so that they can lift others up and they can lead others. The world needs leaders that can stand up and speak and say what God wants them to say. God is looking for mouths to use. So if you say, God, here I am, God's going to use you. And when he lifts you up, he lifts you up as a leader because he says you're going to be the head and not the tail. And it's really, really, really nice that you asked me that question because next Tuesday, I'm going to be doing my episode based on leadership and how God called us to be leaders. And the title is going to be, Are You a Leader? So stay tuned for that. If you haven't subscribed, I really recommend you to do so. And if you haven't followed me on Instagram, go ahead. It's ddr.deris. Send me a message. You know, any question that you might have, you can always reach out to me. Let's move on to the following question. Can my pride interfere with my faith? Yes, your pride can interfere with your faith. Because if you look at faith as a pair of glasses, it helps you see things differently. Now, pride is also another set of glasses, and this actually just focuses on you. So while faith is focusing on the will of God and trusting God, your pride will focus just on yourself. How do you look? What do you like? What do you want to do? And it doesn't focus on the big picture, which is what God wants you to do. So it interferes with your faith, but it also interferes with your leadership. 
If you're a leader and you're so prideful, then people will see that you don't care for them. People will see that your your focus is just you. They will see that you don't care about nobody else. And there are three questions that people are always asking in their mind. They say, can I trust you? Are you committed? And do you value me as a person? They're always going to be asking those questions. But whenever we are, we are very prideful and we focus on ourselves, we're egocentric, then what's going to happen is they're going to answer those questions for us. No, I cannot trust you. You only care for yourself. No, you're not committed on any other things. No, you're not going to value me. You only care about yourself. So it does interfere with your faith and it does interfere with your leadership. Then someone asked me about preaching. How do I come up with the sermon? How do I prepare myself for a preaching? So I do need to practice for that because even though God might give me a great content, I need to focus on the delivery. How can I get that content, What God, the word of God, how can I take it to the people in order for them to receive it? Because if I have a great content but not a good delivery, then the message gets lost and people are not able to receive it the way that God intends for them to receive it. So I focus a lot in asking God, what do you want me to what do you want me to tell them? I pray about it, I read the Bible, and then once I get the idea, then I, I go into the Bible and I start to think who in the Bible went through this and everything just begins to add up. You see, if you feel like you would like to be preaching, what I recommend for you is start doing it already. Just start writing down, start asking God, don't wait, and, and begin to practice because as you practice, the words just begin to come to you and then everything just begins to flow. God really begins to back you up. As long as you said, Lord, here I am, you can use me, God will really use you. And then the final question, this is to end this. I know this was a short episode, but these are just the questions that I can answer right now. And the last question is, what do you do when you don't know your purpose, you don't know your calling, and you are in church? And I think many people are going through this. Many people are in church, but they don't know what they've been called for. I was once in your place, but the thing is, when God's going to give you a position, he doesn't just give it to you, but you need to grow into it. So the focus needs to be in growth. You need to grow as a Christian. You need to grow as a person, and you need to, you need to grow spiritually. So look for ways to grow. Look in the Bible. Learn more about Jesus. What would Jesus do? And just begin to apply that. Imitate Jesus. I was at this youth service and there was this light shining on me and it was a glow-in-the-dark light. So my shirt was shining. And I illustrated to them. I said, whenever there's a unique light shining on you, you're going to glow. That's what we learned from there. But whenever you let the light of Jesus shines on you, then you begin to glow and you become the light of the world. So the really the center here is Look at Jesus, imitate Jesus. And this is what I'm going to be talking next Tuesday. So I don't want to get into too many details, but I hope you like this special episode of a Q&A. If you did, go ahead, subscribe. I am going to be posting more episodes every Tuesday. If you haven't followed me on Instagram, go ahead. You can do so. And let me know what you thought about this, okay? God bless you all. Remember, you need to be blessed, not stressed. <laughs>